as I make my way. In fact, I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East Side Ho, where they know my name. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Oh, yeah. You damn right. And right on cue, Bogey in the building. Hey, Matrix Life. Oh, yeah. We are back. It is Wednesday, September 7th. This is not a drill. Just a little more than 24 hours and football is back, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we ain't fucking around. <laughs> it is really time to go hard in the paint. If there was ever a time, it is right now. And shout out to Kingston's gaming channel, the Homie Zoo Crew, becoming a superstar crew member on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Let's smoke it up. For a new shout out, to, shout out to Kalamazoo. Oh, yeah, let's get it. All right, and uh, shout out to everyone in the chat. Uh, Derek, shout out in the chat, uh, keeping the chat lit extra early. Antonio up in here, nice and early. What Albert up, in the house. Who else we got? Uh, Zoo crew in the house, obviously. <laughs> Lee in the house, bringing us some more news. What up, and- Lee? And Chris just left a comment. Chris McGreal on Facebook. What up? What up? What up, Chris? All right. So we got a lot of random news that we got to talk about here. Why don't we talk about um, just the most recent news that just popped up right now? Uh, West Coast practice reports are coming in. George Kittle, a.k.a. George Brittle, dealing with a groin issues, not (laughs) practicing today. And he is considered right now day to day. No one worry about it. If he's not, uh, it's it's if he's a, a no participation Friday, then start making your your uh, your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your um, to start being a little contingency plan, contingency yeah. plans. Well, I mean, I say start making them now while it's early, just in case. Go start looking. See who's out there at the tight end spot. You know, at least get a little lay of the land. People probably aren't making picks. You know, right now in too many leagues, especially at the tight end spot. But get ready. And uh, Wednesday is not the most important practice. Thursday is more important than Wednesday. Yeah. And Friday is the most important practice of the week. Yep. You guys got to be tapped in all week. Yeah, but today is fun because we get all the, uh, the mandated injury reports. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go through a wide range of emotions going through this list right now. Well, because uh, Monday and Tuesday of the week, a lot of that is speculation. You know, like they don't, teams don't have to officially list, you know, put uh, people on the injury report until Wednesday. So we'll get little news here and there, but it's all, it's all just speculation. Wednesday, when stuff starts becoming official and Sir Bong's a lot in the house, someone who's official as a referee's whistle. (laughs) 
And yeah, big BS. What up, bro? He says Kittle on the report. Yeah, because he did not practice today. So if you don't practice or if you're limited in practice, you're on the injury report no matter what, dealing with the groin issue. We'll, we will follow this up for the next two days. And I feel like we're picking it right where we left off with a lot of players. Right where we sure. left off last year. For sure. And uh, th this list is going to be a lot of uh, usual suspects on here. And uh, Antonio said, even if Kittle plays, should I start him or Thielen? I'm starting Thielen over Kittle this week if it's just a flex spot. Tight end premium does make Kittle a little nicer. Uh, if Kittle's a full go by Friday in practice, I'm starting Kittle. Um, Chicago's, they, you know, they're not the greatest against a tight end. Yep. All right, let's see. Let's get into some of this news. We'll get to some questions here in a little bit. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about, something that um, I want to talk about right away, because we like talking about the straight cash, homie. I mean, shit, Bogart's whole brand is about give me money. Lamar Jackson, he says that he's cutting off the contract negotiations if a deal isn't struck by Friday. He said that's his deadline, and – He's pretty much said you better renegotiate before this year takes off because if he if he doesn't get renegotiated, he's going for the bag. That's it. Highest paid player, even above Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure he's going to want. You want to know what kind of messed him up? Is uh, he was kind of waiting for the next two, the next two quarterbacks to get paid, and they did, but they didn't get the crazy guarantees. Right. Even okay, so look at the next two that got paid. It was well, one of them didn't really count, but one one of them's Kyler Murray. Yep, and um, his guaranteed wasn't like Watson, two hundred thirty million, right? Well, right, because Watson's fully guaranteed. Watson got the big boy version of Kirk Cousins deals. You know what I mean, yeah, for sure. And then you, and then up, up to wrap this up, yeah, Russell Wilson just got extended. And it, it's 160-something guaranteed for the next, like, five years. Yeah. So those don't really help Lamar for what he's trying to do. You know what I mean? Right. right. I mean, we're not – I mean, neither of them have won an MVP either, though. No. So that's something so, he's got that notch on his belt either way. And last year, even though they're going to use it against him, I mean – this would be the time to sign him after a down year. You know, the whole team was just ass. Like now would be the time to get him to sign some kind of a team friendly deal. Not waiting. Yeah. If he balls out and has another, you know, 2019 season or anything close, he deserves every dollar that he's going to demand. This is what I would have done. I would have been like four year extension, 200 million, 150 million guaranteed that fourth year is affordable. 50 yeah. million a year in three years, 50 million is probably the market value. I mean, it's the, that's the, the upper echelon QB market friendly value because the people are probably going to get 55, 60 by then. You know what I mean? 55. Right. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, and, and Lamar, he, you know, he's doing this on his own, no agent. And he, he and what's dope is he even stuck to his word. He said, if they don't, if he said, if we don't get a deal done by week one, don't even ask me about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're going to see. It's going to get very interesting. I mean, it's not, I mean, either way, he's betting on himself, but it's going to be put up or shut up time for him. And last year and everybody getting injured, like 
That's not something that he can fucking help. He can't help four running backs, you know, going down. And he can't help the secondary, their entire secondary on defense going down. So hopefully, for his sake, at least for him getting the bag, Ravens stay healthy. I want to see Lamar Ball. I got him in a handful of places. I got zero Lamar, and that's why he's about to go crazy. Because the only time <laughs> – I'm telling you, man. And, and I tried to have him, you know, the last couple of years after I, ha- I had one share of him in 2019. You know what I mean? And, Chris, good looking on switching over to YouTube, bro. Yeah, we prefer YouTube over Facebook. Facebook's kind of sketchy. YouTube's where it's at. Yeah, right. Facebook gave me money. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> they need to, motherfuckers. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Let's talk about some Cardinals. Um, I know that's going to be kind of in the second half of the Sunday games, but got a lot of news over there, a lot revolving around Zach Ertz. He's a game-time decision, but he did get back to practice today. So that's something that uh, at least he's back there. He's trending in the right direction. But being a game-time decision on Wednesday, that never uh, that never sits well with me because – we're getting that that's just something you're gonna have to deal with for five more days, four more days. One thing I do like about Zach Ertz's injury is that I first heard about this shit like four weeks ago. So that puts him on timetable. But what the thing that sucks about it is that like he's a veteran. So like, why is he even practicing at all? Like they said he did he say he get limited or, or just what, what was the report? He he was um he was limited in practice. Okay, because then because then wouldn't you think that means he's trending towards play? But then the, the, the conflict is that they say it's game time decision. And then, exactly. You know, it's, a, it's a soft tissue. So it's like, I almost might curve that. But it's real interesting in that game because everybody's banged up. Like, and if you're going to pivot to somebody and say you're pivoting to somebody in that game, I mean, A.J. Green's a guy. You know what yep. I mean? Maybe I know, I know Zach Ertz is a flex, but if you play in the Hustle Leagues, I mean, Zach Ertz isn't a flex, but in the Hustle Leagues, he is. So. And how about uh, we've been talking about Rondell Moore for a little bit and just them not giving us too much information. So according to Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Rondell Moore is doing a lot, doing a lot better. And he did more today on Wednesday than he's done previously. And he said the hope is he'll feel good for Sunday, but he will not disclose what the injury actually is. So we're waiting for like the official um, injury reports for them to, to actually see. They're all liars. Feels so good. We're back with football, baby. Coach speak. Let's go. And this is why we read. I mean, I try to read, you know, exactly what the quotes say, because we got to fucking read, be- read between the lines. Cause there's a lot of bullshit. Like someone may between just- the hashes. <laughs> someone may just read Zach Ertz was limited in practice. He's trending in the right direction, but him being a game time decision on Wednesday, that means it almost doesn't matter what happens in practice over these next couple weeks or next couple days. So AJ Green, I've been talking about him all week, and uh, yeah, he's gonna be the guy to pick up. I mean, shit, bro. And do we got any news on Hollywood? Did he back to practice shit? Um, let me see. I, we don't have any news on Hollywood as of right now. That that might mean he's okay then, because this was like a last week thing. You know what I mean? Well, Where- I, I mean he. Ever since he got over there, I mean, first he got the speeding ticket and all that shit, and then he got hurt, like, right after that. So he's only been dealing with drama right off the bat. We haven't heard much about him being out on the field. Yeah. I, that's the part that I don't like. All right, let's see. And uh, we got a question from Chris. 
He said, uh, question about a trade. He's offering Russell Wilson and uh, and Justin Taylor. Who's Justin Taylor? <laughs> Jonathan Taylor? I'm assuming. It's got to be. got to be Jonathan Taylor because for Dak and Sam's. I hate trades like this. I'll never make a trade like this. Why? Why would the Dak CMC sides? I, that's the losing side already, for sure. Like you know what I mean? Like you, you need Dak to prevail behind that line. Well, he said so he would closer. be getting. So he would be getting Russell Wilson and Jonathan Taylor. Oh, okay. Zoom. I probably do that. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah, because I, I like Wilson more than Prescott, and I like Taylor more than CMC. So this is. This is the only case where I would do it because I feel like I'm winning on both positions. Yeah. And, like, going back to the Prescott side, it's like, you know, it, it's people should be shook a little bit. Like, you know, last year was awesome, 37 tugs, you know, 4,500-plus uh, yards, whatnot. Yeah. But, like, that line is bad. You know what I mean? So we I'm need sure. him to, like, at least mimic his last year. Yeah. Or You know what I mean? And then CMC, we need him to just come back and not die. You know what I mean? That's, I'm not putting my money on that all the way. Yep, there we go. And Andres said, what's the deal with Kittle? Um, groin injury. Groin injury is uh, is what's going on with Kittle. He uh, did not practice today, so it's something that we got to monitor for uh, for a few more days for sure. Dion in the house. What up, homie? What's going down? What up, Dion? Hey, so which, which Jones you said was uh, dealing with some shit? Uh, Kittle is who they were asking about. Oh, okay, okay. There's so many Joneses. Yeah, and uh, Antonio, there we go, said fire up Mike Smith, steal of the draft. Oh, yeah, I hope Mike Smith went 101 in your drafts. <laughs> and let's see, and uh, and Derek said, yeah, he did that trade ASAP. Yeah, you better, you better. Yeah, hell yeah, real fast. <laughs> That's and a Hester- Cowboy fan. That's yeah. a Cowboy fan. It's like, give me Dak. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to trade Dak up, but uh, yeah, get rid of him, man. Um Things are not looking good for the Cowboys right now, a lot because they're usually winning in the trenches. That O-line and that D-line, it ain't what it used to be. S in the house. What up, bro? What up? All right. Real quick, uh, I I, I got two. um, Well, one's a veteran who who might be joining the Monday Night Football squad, and that is Larry Fitzgerald. How die, Larry Legend. The Monday Night Countdown, um, you know, um, who they got like Steve Young, Randy Moss, um, like six or six to eight of them. Hey, that is a cool everyone. group. That's yeah. a cool little group, though. I like this the banter between Steve Young and Randy. And I mean, you throw on Larry in there, and you know, I mean, Larry's a legend, bro. Like, he's smart yeah. as fuck. What's up? He's smart as fuck. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, and he was, he didn't have an ego where it was like, hey, man, you're losing a step. You know, this is Bruce Arians telling him, right? Hey, man, you're losing a step. I'm going to move you in the slot. You're going to be one of the best slot receivers this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he went crazy for fantasy. It was like, not, and we were getting, people were like, just off him. He's old. But okay, I'll take him hella late. You know what I mean? I mean, the craziest thing about Larry Fitzgerald, like if I was a wide receiver who was coming up, Larry would be someone that I'd be studying because this motherfucker had more tackles than he had drops. Wow, that's a that's an awesome stat. That's an amazing stat. I mean, who was there with him? 
they're they all have velcro hands him oh, and Quan Bolden. Bolden was nasty who is the other guy in that trio? i know there was another guy and he was like he, he i remember just because you know i'm a niner so i remember these guys you know what i mean yeah what I was, was that year that they guys. went to the super bowl is that 2009 when they lost yeah to the steelers yeah that was the 28 season no that was the 2009 season 2010 january right Okay, there we go. Let me see. Who was the other wide receiver that they had? Because they had three 1,000-yard receivers that year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I remember. Uh, was it yeah, hey, shout, shout out to Anquan Bolden, bro. Such a beast. Anquan yeah. was the man. He was like probably, I, I mean, you know, if we take like Randy Moss and some of those guys, but like he was my first like fantasy football wide receiver crush that I had like this dude was just a dog. He was going to catch everything. He was going to beat in man coverage. He was going to beat in uh, pressers own coverage. Yep. And, and um, same thing for him. When, when, once he got older, you know, I mean, just dominated out of the slot. You know what I mean? Even when he came to my Niners, you know what I mean? We, we, he was just a big slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, so I think it was Steve Breston who it was not even a household name. Cause I'm trying to look at, I don't see any other wide receivers. Who really from did that me. year? I, I can't, you got me. I was trying to sit here and think. I, you know, saying my head started to hurt. Yeah. So, um, if anyone remembers, if it's not Steve Breston, who was the other wide receiver? They had three one thousand yard receivers. One was Larry Fitzgerald. The other one was uh, Anquan Bolden. And then there was one other guy. And yeah, Derek said Kurt Warner was the QB. Yeah, I yep. mean that was uh when he made his when he made his fear. That was the old man Graybeard days. And Lee what they called him, right? They called him the fear, the fear the gray beard. Yeah, like for sure. I mean, at the time, he was Tom Brady before Tom Brady, right? <laughs> he had the fucking, but he had the full on like seven o'clock shadow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't and even he, like the five o'clock joint. You feel me? <laughs> there we go. And it was Breston, seventy-seven catches, thousand six yards that Antonio put in there. So, yep, that's who it was. That was a nasty trio. And uh, so shout out to Larry. Um, they said uh, it's going to be this Monday night football game that he's making his debut with the Countdown Crew. You know what's crazy, bro? Bro, bro hasn't cut his dreads since he was like in college or some shit like that. Keeping it real. You feel me? Hell yeah. And then uh, the other, um, the other now uh, veteran wide receiver recently retired. He just announced. His retirement, Emmanuel Sanders, he's signing a one-day contract with the Broncos so he can retire as a Bronco. I mean, two times. He's like, fuck the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, he, he played in the Super Bowl, too. Do, do I have that right? So, that 2014. When they lost to Green Bay. 2014 and 2016 were his Pro Bowl uh, victories. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about when he was with the Steelers, like. He but did, did he play in that Pro Bowl? I mean, in that Super Bowl game again, they lost to the Packers. Uh, let me see. Hold on, let's see. I, I think they had Antonio Brown was the return man. Like this is like, you know, because I mean? this was what 20... 2000, the two thousand ten season. Okay, let me let me go double check that. That's a good question. Yeah, because it's funny because you know they let him go. They let Sanders go, and uh, uh, in twenty thirteen or fourteen. So he... Yeah, he was there for uh, he was there for the first four years, twenty ten to twenty thirteen. Mm -hmm. And they're so good at drafting receivers. They're like, well, we got this Antonio Brown kid now. They even let go of uh, uh, uh what was his name? Um, uh, 
starts with an M. They had another guy they let go of, not Jennings. Um, um I mean, Martavius Bryant's first one to come. No, yeah, that was for that was twenty fourteen. Martavius Bryant. Okay. Um, um, I mean, Randall L. I know them, they might have still had. Can't even remember. It was a dude. He ended up going to Baltimore for a sec. Then he ended up going. To, um, was it the uh, twenty? Was it the twenty ten? Twenty ten Steelers. No, no, this is like, yeah, he was part of the 2010 Steelers, yeah. Let's see. Watson. Mike Watson. Mike Wallace. Wallace. There you go. Thank you. There we there go. go. Wallace. Yeah, they let, they let go of Mike Wallace and Manny Sanders because they were so big on Antonio Brown. Dang, and Plexico Burris. They let and Plexico yeah. Burris. Man, like, Steelers got some amazing scouts in the wide receiver mm -hmm. spot because if we go back just literally – like we go back 10 to 12 years, like their wide receivers are so nasty. Jake from State Farm said also week one, who would you flex? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Thielen side um, versus Brees Hall for sure. I'll play Brees Hall. I think he get greasy receptions. All right. I, I still think, I, I still think Thielen is like, I think we're depending on a touchdown still. So now, um, oh, and it's Joe Flacco too. That's why I like Brees Hall and, and or Michael Carter. I, I, for all talking flexes, I think it, it's split in hairs. Between, yeah, yeah. And for Emmanuel Sanders, just to clarify, because I got it wrong, because he's only won the one Super Bowl. He was the two-time Pro Bowler. That's what it was, and it was the 2016 yeah. season when he also balled out. Yeah, but yeah. Because they, he didn't win one until. The the, until that, until the, uh, the the uh, when they had the great defense, yeah, because they did. Was, did he even play on the one that they lost, or did they get him right? No, out? so he was he was still with the Steelers. That was the 2013 year. That's when they had the Julius Thomas. They had uh, Wes Welker. Um, help me out here. Oh no, they got Wes. They got. They did have Wes Welker. Yeah, they had Wes Welker for the one that they lost. Yeah, and um. Wait, do I have that right? Did they have West Walker already? Because when yeah, they lost think, to the Seahawks, it was yeah, they, I don't it think was, it was I don't Demarius think West Thomas. I don't think West Thomas West Walker was Eric there Decker, for the one that's who was. Yeah. Eric Decker was the other guy. Yeah. And now if anyone remembers um when Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas hit the scene that first year, it was so nasty because it was like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans before those guys even existed. Uh, I remember DT was the number one wide receiver in the league, and um, Emmanuel Sanders was the number three wide receiver in, uh, in fantasy, and uh, it was nasty. And then them along with Peyton Manning, um, it, I don't even think that was Peyton Manning's 5,000-yard uh, season. It was just his crazy-ass season. Where, he, uh, had where 50, he had 55 tugs that year. Not, well, I don't even think that was the year that uh, that DT and Emmanuel Sanders balled out like crazy. Because um, they did it two years in a row where they were both top top ten receivers, right? Yeah. Hold on, baby, go over there. I got to pull the pizza out the oven. Come here. Yeah, I mean, it was 2014 when they did that. Get your sister. Watch your sister. I'm going to get the pizza out of the oven, okay? Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and 2014... Yeah, that wasn't the year that Peyton went crazy on paper. Um, it was the year after he went crazy on paper. Because uh, the year before he did, it was 54, almost 5,500 yards, 55 touchdowns. That was his super bomb year for Peyton. So 2014. 
but it was 2014 when Demarius yeah. Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders were the number one and the number three wide receivers. That year for Emmanuel Sanders, 101 uh, receptions, 1,400 yards, and nine tugs. He went crazy. Yeah, went real, real nasty. Yeah, no, uh, Julius Thomas, uh, I want to say he was all, he was hurt most of that year. And there was no more Eric Decker. And um, who else did they ship off? And uh, yeah, Wells Welker was gone. And here's and here's how nasty um, Demarius Thomas was. R.I.P. A hundred and eleven receptions, sixteen nineteen on the yards, eleven touchdowns. Mm. You know how many That's... first downs he had that year? Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I didn't know that. I'm just a hell of a guesser. <laughs> perfect guess. Perfect guess. That's funny. And uh, Mike, he said, uh, what up, homie? He said, I heard Schmitty calling people out who used the to the moon phrase on his show. I think he's upset with you. I like it because I used that phrase maybe like 10 times. On, uh, hey, on you know what's so funny show. about Schmitty is he gets so upset when people use things that he steals. <laughs> he's like, I steal that shit. Nobody steals. His hey, business. you know who will never go to the moon? Schmitty. Hey, ask Smitty how many championships he's ever won. And and I guarantee you can't produce anyone that'll vouch that he's ever won. Any league I've ever been in with him. No playoff appearances. The guy sucks. Ha, huh, and hey. Derek will vouch. He said, yeah, Smitty was mad as hell. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Smitty's so fucking goofy, man. That guy's a goofball. When, uh, go back and watch the interview that uh, that he did. Uh, he's the I only guy out of all these big time people that I got. Okay, nobody was ever like, all right, I got this much time and this much time, except for Smitty. And then we start talking about different things. And then he just likes to talk because I actually have good banter for him to go back and forth on. And then I told him how my Facebook group has like 10 or 20,000. Hold on. But before that, you're like, oh, I have this Facebook group. Oh, nothing's going on on Facebook. Facebook sucks. Whoever likes Facebook, they should die. Facebook people, fuck you. Oh, but I have 19,000. Oh, man, we should do work on your Facebook. <laughs> man, I love Facebook people. You know what? Face, dude, Mark Zuckerberg, bro, like, it was like all of a sudden he was sucking your dick. It was hella funny. <laughs> and then, like, he's the type of dude, like, he, he, he'll he weasel his way into, like, celebrity leagues. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, he got into ours. Then he announces it on your show. Like, it's his league. <laughs> and, like, what's funny is, like, Smitty, he thinks he's hella big time. And, like, Good for him. He has followers and stuff. He needs it, man. I've seen him like have to do push-ups for like super chats so he could like buy dinner and shit. You know what I mean? Like so oh, Godspeed to him. You know what I mean? Oh man, so funny. Yeah, he did. Hey, he, hey, look it up. We eating out here, B. It was so funny because so we do this celebrity league and shout out to our man Stu, because that's who it was all for, for the Dream to Walk Foundation. And I was able to coerce James Coe, Marcus Grant. Um, Adam Rank, and then uh, Smitty was one of Stu's, like you know, guys that he always rocked with. I reached out to Smitty, he'd done the interview on his channel and stuff, and then he ended up joining. And uh, only James Coe that was the only person who actually made the playoffs. So, out of all these, you know, quote unquote superstar, you know, fantasy analyst, James Coe was the only one who could even sneak into the playoffs. I, I mean. 
that's the thing. It's like if you're not playing in any leagues with savages, you're gonna think you're good, man. You know what I mean? And go ahead, go ahead, Bogey. You fleeced Adam Rank on a trade. Go ahead and talk about it. Well, it you say fleeced, you say fleeced, I say routine. You know what I mean? Like this is just textbook, dude. dude. He had he had one starting QB in a super flex. I had four, and like I he hates Joe Mixon. I know that because James Coe says it on the show. He's like, well. He'll be able to trade Joe Mixon, no problem, because he hates him. And and then, like, I'm just so happy to be watching their, their NFL Network show. And and Adam Rank is – I even chopped this as a clip. But Adam Rank is referencing that he's tried to – that he needs a QB in the Superflex. And that, Derek said, you fleeced Adam Rank. See, and that's why Bogart's going to say what he's going to say. I'm going to say on, he's on. <laughs> It's called right time at the right place. <laughs> hey, listen, man. If hey, I didn't hey, have hey, the goods, bro, on Adam Rank. <laughs> if I didn't have the goods, he ain't going. You know what I mean? You can't. And you know what's nothing. bullshit about this? Here's what's bullshit, real quick, before Bogey finishes. I was gonna story. get to that part. All right, go ahead. Go. Ahead. Is that on the show on NFL Network? He's talking about man. I can't even get Sam Darnold with with, with Joe Mixon right now. And then I'm like, what? Because Hustler ain't seen that. Because I know Hustler has Sam Darnold. And I say, wait a second. He's a Chicago Bears fan. I'll send him Justin Fields and get Joe Mixon like that. Boom. And this is why I'm never playing on NFL.com again. Because I didn't even see the trade offer. I would have hit accept right away. That would have fucking put me in the finals. It is crazy because that, that trade actually gave me like five, my fifth starting running back in a league where you had that many flex and shit. So it was like. I was just the killing shit, dude. Yeah. And I and I think Antonio's actually it was either Antonio or Francisco, one of the big dogs that went on to go to the championship. Both, that was the finals, was Antonio and Francisco. Yeah, I lost to one of them. So shout out to them. <laughs> and I lost to the other. You lost to Antonio. I lost to Francisco. He whooped my ass in the semifinals. If I would have had Joe Mixon, I might have been able to put up a fight. <laughs> Fuck Sam Donald, by the way. <laughs> and fuck carrots. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. But um, that is a good story that we're always going to be able to talk about. We were able to get a couple of these fantasy analysts into a real savage league, and they really couldn't hold their own besides James Coe. And Bogey even hit Adam Rank <laughs> with the joke trade. And Adam Rank is last in the league. They're all nameless avatars to me at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. All right, some quick hitter news. Uh, Michael Gallup not expected to play in week one. We already talked about that uh, for sure. Um, he's not playing. C.D. Lamb, back at practice, though, and um, all signs pointing on him uh, actually playing this week. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't have worried it either way because he hasn't been practicing. He's been fucking hurt. I mean, but the injury – the injury was a laceration on his ankle that was non-football. So he had to get stitches, and and, be, and the stitches took that long to heal, so he couldn't practice. You know what I mean? So that's really all it is. Yeah. I but mean, still, like, you know I mean? We're, yeah, this we're is another, one of those things that, like, shout out to Lee. You know what I mean? When I was like, yo, what, what's going on with him? Like, you know what I mean? And it yeah, was just we, some, it was some type of laceration. He might, and 
Yeah, it was. I think it was like a flip flop incident, bro. He's wearing flip flops and some 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 shit happened, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing to do with football. So I think he'll be okay. Maybe rapport. Maybe I mean rapport. He has it already with Dak, or does he? You know what I mean? Because I remember Dak. a dozen a dozen times he run the wrong route, bro, and Dak was hot. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, Derek said that's hot that y'all were in the league with them. Yeah, that was pretty dope. And uh, it was all for our man Stu. It was for a dope charity. And R.I.P. Stu's no longer with us. So we got to get him. And like, this was like the league of his dreams because these were all guys that he was looking up to. And uh, that was cool, man. That was super dope. Yeah. And all the homies were in it. It was me, you, Antonio. Francisco, uh, JPZ, and then and then our man Clark, you know, who we just met last year, and now he's in some hustler leagues this yeah. year. And what was dope too is that, like, because I was in this league, I also was, got the chance to represent um, Stu's charity, his charity, in a totally different league, which I wasn't invited back to this year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, shout out to them. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, and it, it was cool, like, being in those celebrity leagues. But I'm bringing this up to say Smitty was in that league, too. And that was one of the only leagues I saw him actually do well in because, like, it was a 14 team and, like, eight people just stopped paying attention after week two. It was, like, <laughs> it was one of those leagues. Like, you know what I mean? And it was a charity league. And why, why am I always the only one donating? Where's, how come celebrities, fully celebrities ain't donating a dollar, bro? Yeah, that is one thing that I was a little bit disappointed. None of these quote-unquote celebrities even donated a dollar. But uh, it is what it is. You know, I had fun. You know what, bro? We're doing it all wrong. We're doing it all wrong. We got to do a dope dealer league, bro. (laughs) For charity. There you go. You know how many dope dealers, (laughs) they play fantasy? And they dope dealers always want to, like, wash their sins away with helping others, right? (laughs) Listen, bro, here's a... Here's ten thousand for your kids' tuition, bro. I, don't worry about how I got it, bro. <laughs> for my for my own good karma. Hope, hope, what, what's the kids studying in? Art? It don't even matter. Just just as long as I know that I feel like I'm doing something right. <laughs> you got Derek with that when he said dope deal in league <laughs> for for charity. You know I mean, dope dealers got money, bro. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, okay, some news that we we talked about a little bit yesterday. We got to talk about it again today. Alan Lazard, he did not practice again today. So it's an undisclosed injury, um, but uh, it, it leaked out. Someone stepped on him. Um, they didn't say where. I'm assuming they stepped on his foot. Now, here's one thing that I oh. hate. This makes me nervous as hell because I, I know maybe a lot of you guys haven't been playing. Remember a, a guy named by, by the name of Braylon Edwards. But I remember in the preseason and like the third week. They stepped on his ass. They stepped on his fucking foot and he had the shittiest season. And it like I've been jaded for life. And anytime I hear this happen, it makes me nervous as hell. How many times did Andomic and Sue step on Aaron Rodgers? Remember that? Fuck. And his foot he used to do that shit on purpose. He'll sack him, get up on him, stand up on him. <laughs> and uh hey. and Tino said dubs is the wide receiver in Green Bay. I'm about to get extra spicy for week one and week one only. If Lazard doesn't play, give me Sammy B. I'm rocking Randall Cobb. That's who I'm rocking. Ah, give me Sam. I'm going spicier. Give me Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I want I want Cobb for the rapport that he's got with Rogers. Sammy- what, what's, it, it's, here's my thing about Cobb is like when you're starting Cobb, you're starting a guy who's probably only going to be out there in 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 third down packages, goal line packages, which is awesome. Like, if you look at his stat lines last year, 
he'd be like two for 17 and two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimate trust, but it's like, yeah. And but but I'm with you though because he's never he's never been he's never been he's never been second on the depth chart either. And yeah. uh, he he will if Lazard doesn't play. Sammy's the number one. Cobb is the number two. And he, and here's the thing too is that Randall Cobb. I mean, when he got hurt last year, that's when Alan Lazard came on. Right. So naturally, like you said, if there's no Alan Lazard, that role goes back to to to, to good old Randall Cobb. So maybe maybe good old Conan on the Cobb has a little blast from the past week one. You know what I mean? And we're talking deep league. We're talking you play multiple flexes, like some shit like that. Like maybe you had Lazard and you need someone to plug in. Devin in the house. He said, what up, fellas? Been working a lot. Been missing the show. Cheers. Let's smoke it up, bro. Yeah. Get high. <coughs> and Mike said, <coughs> Aaron Jones is the wide receiver one. You ain't lying. Aaron Jones is probably my favorite play of the week if Lazard doesn't play. I'll have him as my running back one because of all the fucking receptions he's going to get. I mean, I, I'm with you. Also, couple that with it's Minnesota. They're one of the ass, the assest defense last year against the run. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think only like and, the Steelers were worse than them, and especially to like the pass catching running backs, they just could not defend against it. Mm-hmm. And like Aaron Rodgers, he tends to own. I mean, I mean, he doesn't tend to own Minnesota neither. These are these are competitive games for sure. Because because Corky Kirk, they've been splitting with Corky Kirk ever since he arrived. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so it's like you know this is this is gonna be an epic week one matchup. Uh, it, it's probably a low key to people on the docket, but like Kirk Cousins is a guy. You remember the you like that? The what? You like that? Remember that? <coughs> okay, yeah. Remember you like that? Yeah, yeah. Do you, you remember the other again. one he did? The, How you like me now? <laughs> no, I don't remember it that was a, one. So Kirk Cousins. He's only he has less than five primetime wins I can think of, because he might only have less than five. One of them was this, when he was with the Washington Redskins at the time, and it was a Sunday nighter. They got to the playoffs this year, but I remember they had to march in the, into Green Bay, and uh and and beat beat the Packers in Lambeau on a Sunday night, and uh and Kirk Cousins goes crazy, but like it's one of those games where Aaron Rodgers they're losing so bad. That he already left like mid fourth quarter. He's just on the sideline in regular clothes. You know what I mean? Uh, and like Kirk Cousins comes up to him after the game. You know they're all shaking hands, and he he tassels his hair. He tassels Aaron Rodgers' hair. How you like me now? It's fucking Kirk. And, and uh, it's hella funny because I know Aaron Rodgers hates that guy. I'm sure he does. And uh, and Chase says Rodgers hates rookies though. Yeah, definitely. And. Uh, Christian Watson, we don't even – Matt LaFleur said the hope is that he's going to play, but he's going to have to wait until the end of the week before even making that call. So, I mean, he hasn't been practicing. Like, who knows? Even if he does play, how much he's going to play. That's why I'm on the Randall Cobb side, literally just for week one, because um, Aaron Rodgers doesn't like rookies, and this is going to be their fucking – their first game. No, they're not going to have him out there like crazy. They'd rather have someone that he trusts out there week one for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know what? Just saying that. Now that you said that out loud, I can't even argue no more. This the Randall Cobb thing, and I think I'm gonna get off the Sammy. The Sammy play is definitely a DFS play, though. Oh, for sure. I I'm mean, throwing Sammy in a lineup or two. Yeah, and Sir Bong's lot said pretty sure Favre won three MVPs in a row. Did he? I think he. I know he has three. I don't know about three in a row though. Let's see. Yeah, ninety-five through ninety-seven, killing it out there. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I think 
for everybody that remember, remember who was it that I said that he might go three, he might three P, right? Uh, whatever show it was. Oh, it was Jay Love. Jay Love was like, people will never vote three in a row these days. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, if Aaron Rodgers tears it up this year to the tune of like 40 tugs and like five picks and, you know, 4,200 yards. Especially and because seat. Adams left. That makes it like <laughs> exactly. more. Exactly. <laughs> fucking exactly, bro. If that would make this even more valuable. Because I really think out of all these teams who are going to go back, I, I got it's It's the Bucks and the Packers who I really think are going to be back there. I mean, who the fuck else is in the NFC that's really going to compete with those guys? I worry about the Buc- I worry about the Buccaneers offensive line for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, really everyone in the NFC West, I mean, it's like whoever doesn't get beat up the most out of there, whoever makes it out of there is going to be the one competing. We just don't know who that's going to be because it's so fucking tough over there. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, especially with their schedule, like man, he's definitely got to repeat as the MVP. Okay, hey, you ready? You ready for this? You know who's not gonna make it out of the NFC West? The Seahawks. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to segue to the Ken Walker news. We had like a little Ken Walker report, right? Yep, we do got a Ken Walker report. And where the heck is it? Hold on. Uh, yeah, so Pete Carroll saying that Ken Walker has worked some today and no idea if he's actually going to play on Monday. Um, I mean, if, if you have Ken Walker, he should be on your bench right now. He's going to be a second half guy, not a first half guy. Mm-hmm. And everyone that doesn't have Ken Walker, just look out for him after week one. You know what I mean? He'll be dropped. Yeah. And this is why I said a lot of times I don't even draft guys like this. I'll let other people draft them high. They'll drop them and then I'll just pick them up later. All right, Smokey the Cat Cat. What up, bro? He said, Godwin, full participant today. Is this true? Okay, yes, it is true, but it comes with a little bit of strings attached. Still wearing a red shirt. Yeah, he's wearing the non-contact shirt still, and they still don't know if he's going to be able to play this week. So on my on my start and sit video that I did a little bit earlier this morning, I said he's a full locked and loaded go, but then hearing that he's still wearing the non-contact jersey today, that makes me a little bit nervous. So I think he's going to play, but we're not 100% as of right now. I think this offseason for the Buccaneers' weaponry has been like a, such a roller coaster that I think they're just taking extra precautionary. That, like, especially knowing that, I mean, he's what, nine months removed from ACL? Yeah. Yep. And uh, let's see here. What else we got? So, um, oh, Joe Flacco officially named the starter for week one. And uh, they said Zach Wilson, he's not expected to be back the earliest. He will be back as week four. That's crazy because they – see, hey, tell me that's not not some 49er shit. They were saying he might be ready for week one. Liars. Super coach speak. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What else we got here? Uh, T. Higgins back at practice. So for everyone was nervous about him, at least he's back at practice. We're going to monitor that all week. Same with Drake London. Back at practice, but something that we're going to have to monitor all week. We want to make sure that these guys are full goes on Friday. Um, Van Jefferson, he missed practice all this week. He is going to be out this week. 
uh, Ben Skronik. I think that's how you say his name. That's the third man up. Skronik. Skronik, whatever. Whatever the hell your name is. I just uh, call him Ben Scrotum. It's better. <laughs> I'm just going to hit him with this. What is your name, Ben? Doesn't matter what your name is. Because <laughs> <coughs> you're only starting ben him to play. To you. <laughs> if you play in a hella, hella deep league is the only way that you're even considering him. And Chase, yep, we talked about Kittle. We talked about him at the beginning of the show. Something we got to monitor all week. Um, he did not practice today because of uh, a groin injury. And we, we want to see him a full go on Friday. Let's see. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, if we're if we're sticking with uh, talking more about the Thursday uh, game, Isaiah McKenzie, said um, they said he should be ready by Thursday. We don't know 100% yet. I mean, this just makes me like Gabe Davis a little bit more because McKenzie hasn't been out there, you know, in uh, in practice too much this week. And while we're on the Bills, Dawson Knox gets a contract extension, a four-year contract extension, and puts him in top five paid tight ends in the league right now. What do you say about that? Um, It's it's dope because tight ends, they don't really have to do much to get paid. You know what I mean? You get double-digit. Tunyon, the same thing a couple years ago. Tunyon, he, uh, he falls into 12 touchdowns. You know, about 50 receptions, whatnot, then they extend him. Same thing over here. You know, there's got the guy could block too. So, you know what I mean? And, and they, they like him a lot that they got rid of, they let go of OJ. Remember, the OJ Howard's one of the big offseason acquisitions early on. Let yep. go of him. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Steven Tyler said, Would you start two wideouts uh, on the same team? It depends on who those guys are. I mean, Diggs, Gabe Davis, yes. Keenan Allen, um, Mike, Mike Williams, Williams. yes. Chase uh, Higgins, Higgins. even some Jefferson, Cooper Cup, A Rob. -Rob. There we go. Mm -hmm. So I mean, handful of guys that we'd put in there. I mean, not like every. I'm okay okay with Judy and Sutton. Like you know, I mean, it's a, you know, it it might not, it might not work out as much as the other ones week to week, but I'm okay with that. The draft fell to me. Like there's a, there's a lot of instances where I might take, I might take Judy over like. You know, guys in that range, and if I have Sutton, it's not going to stop me. You know what I mean? And I just noticed on one of my teams, uh, one of my redraft teams, I got Judy and I got Sutton both as flex plays, and uh, I'm loving it, especially this week going up against the Seahawks. Everybody eats beef. <laughs> Revenge. And speaking of that, um, I, I I didn't get a chance to hit him up, but we're going to get that dude on the show. He said he's uh, real excited to talk to us about his paid and full days and about, uh, you know, being the guy talking shit yeah. about not eating. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, baby. Ah, Bogey better get down to business over there. <laughs> Daddy daycare is in full swing right now. All right. Pizza, she's want to eat my pizza, so I'm giving her <laughs> some. <yeah. laughs> and, uh, okay, a team that I, we always like to make fun of is the New York Giants. Those Giants. And uh, nothing good. Nothing good is coming from Kenny Galladay. Uh, They said he's been running routes this summer with the stiffness of a mannequin. (laughs) So um, nothing that that makes me think that Kenny Galladay is going to be a thing anytime soon or should be rostered anywhere. Um, And you you know, that's what's funny about New York media. It's the biggest media hub in the world 
And that's the only place you're going to get a description like that. His route <laughs> running looks like a mannequin. Stiff as a mannequin. <laughs> it's like, no one... damn, New York fucked him up. <laughs> so, yeah, Kenny Galladay. Once again. <clears throat> Once again. So, now, Kadarius Tony, though. That's someone who, uh, I mean, he's been dealing... <laughs> I mean, he's been dealing with personal issues. He's been dealing with uh, a knee. He's been dealing with the hamstring. He's barely practiced, like, at all. Um, Sterling Shepard, um, his Achilles is not ready as well. So just so many issues. But um, according to Kadarius Tony, he says that he's ready to go for week one. And he's got a lot to prove to himself. And, I mean, he's got a lot to prove to everybody, not just himself. For fantasy, I'm not touching any of these giant wide receivers. Like, I'm not picking them up in free agency. I may just drop Kenny Galladay in the dynasty league because I don't want him infecting uh, my lineup. Yeah, and let somebody else pick his mannequin ass up and ruin their team. <laughs> for real, because I got him in, like, two dynasty leagues from last year, and I don't like it. Are, are you ready to get real ugly? What about Wandale Robinson? Wandale Robinson. I mean, seems like he might be the pride and joy of the Giants right now. Let me look. I mean, because look at Sterling. Sterling Shepard's trying to get a bag, apparently. Well, he's not. I don't know. I don't know where he thinks that he can. I don't know why he thinks he earned one. (laughs) No, no, he's not even ready to go uh, from his Achilles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Wandale Robinson. I, I mean, so Kenny Galladay's the number one, Kadarius Tony's the number two, and Sterling Shepard's the number three, and then you got Wandale Robinson as the number four. So if I was going to want any one of these guys, it would be him as free or picking up as a waiver wire guy, if anybody, just because he has no drama yet with him. Yeah. But also, I think one thing we got to realize, we don't, we should never want anything connected to Danny Dumbass. Maybe no. outside of Saquon, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he's not even really connected to him. Like Saquon's no. kind of like in And Jarrett, shout out to the Hoodat Nation. What up, homie? What up? And Derek said they keep talking Robinson up too. I mean, he's the only one who doesn't have issues over there. So, I mean, that's – I mean, as we're talking through this, like I'm saying, that might be the only guy to really go with if you're going to pick someone up off waivers – just because addition by subtraction of literally no one's out there. I mean, shit, you can't shine doo-doo, baby. That is one thing that, <laughs> that always reigns true. And I'm not saying he's doo-doo, but the Giants pass game definitely is. I'll say it. <laughs> Nan Daddy <laughs> said them Giants wide receivers are viruses. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> they got the sucker isn't virus because you got to be a sucker to think that, you, you know what I mean? That drafting them is any kind of good for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Facebook user said Tony is the number one Galladay just plays because they paid him a boatload of money. He doesn't do much playing either. That's another thing. <laughs> Bruh, I need to take I need to I need to go to Kenny Galladay's seminar, bro. <laughs> it teaches you all how to do nothing and get hella millions, bro. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's knock out the rest of this, uh, the rest of this news. So Debo returns to practice. We definitely wanted to uh, see that and hear that. Uh, we'll talk about him more in the week, um, especially Friday. That'll be important. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Bill, Bill Belichick, he's confirming that Ty Montgomery is going to travel with the team. They both missed practice last uh, – They they miss, he missed practice last week, and uh, but he's back at it. And I think he's going to be that James White role. I, I hate that he's back, but also I think – he won't be back back for long. Ty Montgomery has he has sickle cell. Dude always gets hurt. And he's already smash, hurt right now. So smash that like button. Everyone who is watching, smash that like button. We got way more people watching than we got thumbs up. Smash that like button. Um, smash that like button if you think Smitty's corny. <laughs> Tell him I said it. And uh, all right, Jalen Waddle, um, <laughs> Coach McDaniel, uh, his quote very, 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 three varies confident that Jalen Waddle will play in week one. He's been hampered by an, an, uh, an unspecified leg injury, they say. But uh, gonna play, gonna play. Yeah, someone who's not going to play this week uh, more than likely is going to be J.J. Watt dealing with the calf injury. I don't know if uh, Zach Ertz just rubbed off on him. They're both dealing with the calf injuries. Uh, he's day-to-day, hasn't really been practicing too much. And uh, so week one, uncertain. Um, if he doesn't play, I mean, just better things for Patrick Mahomes. One less guy. And Derek said, we ain't talking junk on my boys. Committee. We love Smitty. It's all love. We talk shit about a lot of people. <laughs> and uh, Ravens head coach um, Jim Harbaugh said that Dobbins still has a chance to play in week one. Um, he said that if, if we see what we need to see in practice from him, then he'll play. So being very unspecific and being very, very non-committal. So he said, see, I like Jim Har- uh, John Harbaugh. He took us all the way around in a circle, and we don't know anything new. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll say this, though. Something that, something that just rule of thumb. Running backs coming off the ACL, don't even fuck with him that next year. Just wait just wait a year. So anybody that has Dobbins right now, you know what I mean? Godspeed to you, because it's going to be an uphill battle for him. The, the hamstrings are going to come. Other soft tissue injuries are going to come because he's going to start. He's going to start favoring and compensating the other leg. It just always happens. Yep. <laughs> and uh, PRH, he said, "Take a lap, pal." <laughs> hey, hey, you know it's funny if you go back to I had Smitty on my show a few times back when it was just audio, and um, I remember we were setting the DraftKings lineup, and like. You know, it didn't occur to me that he's in Arizona. So at the time, he probably never even, like, fucked with DraftKings. But, like, you know, I'm talking about prices in the snap. And I remember it was the, AF- the AFC Championship, NFC Championship weekend. Um, the winners ended up being Niners and, and the Chiefs, right? Okay. So those championship week, I said, I got to have Derrick Henry. I got to have Raheem Mostert. I said, I'm fading Aaron Jones. And as a matter of fact, you fuck everyone. I just got to have Raheem Mostert. <laughs> and he's like, anyone that has Raheem Mostert, you're going to lose money. Give me Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was whack. Raheem Mostert put up 200 rushing yards, four touchdowns. Derrick Henry went ham. And it was just funny because then I chopped the clip and I posted him. I posted it and tagged him. And he was a good sport about it. And I was like, oh, okay, because I thought he wouldn't like that. Like, just me 
showing how wrong as fuck he is. <laughs> and that ended up just to be a trend with him. Matter of fact, if you if you tune into his shit, you're gonna do well as long as you recognize that. Don't do what he says. <laughs> if you're if you if you are onto something and he's feeling the same way as you, go the other way. That's the winning method with him. <laughs> and uh, what else we got today? So we got ooh our D we got our D Generation X League. That is going down today. So we're doing the draft order race, and then we're immediately hopping into the draft. So that's two hours from now. This is a 14-team league, the only single QB league that I do out of all 64 leagues that I'm a part of. Is, uh, is this league we got? Uh, it's tight end premium. It's IDP. It's going to be fucking dope. We're going to be live streaming here uh, in about two hours. And then FNT at 1 o'clock. Every single day, West Coast time, four o'clock every single day, East Coast time. Well, Monday through Friday, and then tomorrow, two hours before the game kicks off, the smoke session kicks off here. Q and A. We're getting you ready for the game. We're talking a bunch of shit, and then uh, we got one other thing going down tonight before all that. And Bogey, you can tell them about it. Oh yeah, we got playmakers. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a little mix shit, but, uh, bold predictions. You know, right before the year starts, we're you know we'll go through some divisions. You know, Super Bowl uh, predictions, whatnot. You know, just the regular, the regular old degular that people are searching right now during this time of year. You know what I mean? But we just do it better. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then Daddy says, talk about Keenan Allen. I mean, we're starting them this week. Not much to talk about. And yeah. Tony said, it's Mister. Don't sit me now. <laughs> He's never gonna Keenan live. Allen. Keenan Allen is a hundred receptions waiting to happen. Boom. Oh, yeah. There it is. There's my Keenan Allen take. And Tino said, funniest thing I've seen Bogey doing fantasy was when he came over for a draft. He got smashed drunk, never looked at a piece of paper, and drafted straight off the dome. It was kind of impressive. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really wasted, too. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm telling you, that was the Corey Davis, Rashad Penny year. And I'll never live that down because fuck <laughs> Corey Davis and Rashad Penny. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's just how the shit goes sometimes. Sometimes we hit. Sometimes we miss. But that's why we're the best on the waiver wires. And that's what this show is all about. Making sure that you know every piece of everything so you can destroy your league mates on the waiver wire. I, I, I want to say I was wasted and I even I even had a pick-me-up at one point. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It's nap time. That's what that is. Yeah, it wasn't a success. The football chatter did not put her to sleep uh, well, today. You know, you know what it was? Is that I, I messed up her whole schedule today. Normally at one o'clock, she's asleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I messed it all up. She woke up super early this morning. All Say right. bye to the people. Say Peace bye. Out. Peace Say out. Bye. Say bye. What's we'll that see, face? We'll see you Look guys. That face. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. <laughs> As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. No, 
know the stat quo. Finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.